everybody. Welcome to the HB Podcast, your weekly gaming podcast from handsomephantom.com. I'm your host, Dustin. Here with me, beautiful boys, Brandon. Hey. Ben. Greetings. And the return of the king, Phil. Hey, what's happening? We had requests for you to come back. It's crazy. They want more of you, Phil. Here they were we all named like they were all named like Phil One, Phil Two, Phil Three, it was Phil weird. Four. It was weird, yeah. That is weird. Now I mean <laughs> the ironic part is last week's episode. There was more mention of genitals hmm. from the three of us. Wow. And I, I I don't know if you infected us with something. Oh, we I infected about you genitals with genitals or was just Brandon on a boob kick? Might have been a boob kick. I mentioned a single boob. A single teat. And then we ran with it, I guess. Hmm. Hmm. Which, Brandon, you're... Never mind. <laughs> I was I was gonna get into you being the ass king of handsome phantom, but we'll leave that. Yeah. That always happens, but when the ass stuff comes up, he uh, he turns and runs for the hills. Wow! So present it, you know, <laughs> present it, Phil. The king has returned. Oh, That's okay. right. There he is, the the ass king himself. <laughs> well, this is going off very well. This is the HB podcast, your weekly gaming podcast from Handsome Phantom. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We have some very interesting things to talk about. Not a lot of news, but the little bit that I do have is very interesting. So uh, one main plug, the the plug I always say at the beginning of the show is that this show is brought to you by our patrons over at patreon.com slash handsome phantom, where you can sign up and get this show early for just a dollar a month. We're at three dollars. You can get access to HP After Dark, our off topic show, which I forget to mention this. You can listen to HP After Dark without being a patron there's, and you should there's you a want. free feed yep. you just don't have the latest episode it's a month behind i literally just sent the link to someone while you were talking about it so they could listen to it oh good yeah yeah yep. so that is Do you available hate that person no no they're <laughs> one of my favorite people yeah so yeah. yep so that is available for you if you'd like to check it out and of course at the five dollar level you can get uh your name read at the end of this show and mm-hmm. be one of our patreon producers so check that out if it intrigues you but since it's a light news week and we got all the boys here, I just want to check in. How's everybody doing? How's your day going? How's your week? I'm doing all right. All right. Yeah, I can't complain. Can't complain. Nothing yeah. really too exciting one way or another. I have to say, Ben, you're wearing the our Sega E3 shirt. Yeah. And it looks way fresher than mine, which means you, I'm guessing you had it and you couldn't fit before and now you can. Or you just haven't worn it. I've worn it several times in the last six months. Wow. Not around me. Probably not. Well, it looks good. But what do you mean it looks fresher? Mine looks more faded than oh, yours. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's probably only been washed like three times, so That's that makes it. sense. Yeah. But yeah. So good, Brandon? Yeah, no, I'm doing mostly good. Um, went to work today. Came home. Had some hamburger helper. Mm. Oh, boy. Which kind? Uh, normal. It's actually the Aldi kind. But it's just Story's going off the skillet rails a little. hamburger <laughs> helper. Okay. How the fuck do you want me to describe it? Cheeseburger macaroni? Like, is it like one of the... There's different, you know, There's oh, flavors oh, of Oh, you're a connoisseur. Helper. I understand. Um, it's, it's, it's just the... Um, These are the things <laughs> I'm not allowed to eat anymore, so I got to It's literally just the classic. Mac and okay. cheese, essentially, with hamburger in it. Mm, nothing better. Yeah. Mm. Very good, very easy, very cheap, and yeah. delicious. Mm. Every once in a while, you just got to go for some of that. Mm. Oh, so that's what we did for dinner tonight. So I'm feeling full. And comforted by this delicious cheese in my stomach. He said some of my favorite words. Easy, cheap, and delicious. <laughs> All in the one. Oh <laughs> Shit. Phil, what's yeah. up with you? Not too much. Kind of the same with Brandon. I just went to work. Um, it's been a rough 
It's been a rough uh, few days. I uh, am a Steelers fan, as mm. uh, you may know, and I take my football very seriously. But unfortunately, the Steelers do not. So what the fuck um, happened? Weren't they doing really good or something? Yeah, yeah, they uh, they they started out very good, and then they um, I don't know, they forgot how to play football. You know, they got to the playoffs in the very first play. They didn't even know how to hand the football to the quarterback, and uh, a team from Cleveland won a playoff game. So. Whose That's fault weird. is it? Whose fault is it? It's a team team fault. Team, team fault. Okay. Phil, you want to hear something that's infuriating Absolutely. to you? Absolutely. And it's it's kind of infuriating to me too, but mm-hmm. also I'm fine with it. You know, you're all like I'm constantly getting ads for DraftKings. Yes. Yeah, I get that. Uh, and finally there was one like somebody had a promo code posted and I was like, you know what? It's only a five dollar minimum deposit. I'm gonna hop on DraftKings. I'm gonna throw five dollars on it and get all this extra bonus stuff. Mm-hmm. So I ended up having some credits and stuff. And I was looking at the stats, and like Steelers were hugely favored to win. Sure, every like every possible way on mm-hmm. the money line, everything, even the stuff I don't know about. And so I was just like, so I bet five dollars on. It wasn't that; it was on another football game. It was on the Ravens game. Okay, I don't even remember what I bet, but I won that one with the five dollars that I actually put in. So that's what I wanted was to make my you know get my money back, whatever. But the rest of them I put on the Steelers to lose, and because I thought. This is free money. It's play money. Like, this is the free money they gave me. And there's no chance I'm going to lose here or I'm going to win. But if I do, it's going to be a big win. So I spent $5 and ended up depositing like 55 into my bank account the next day because I won those. Damn, Not that dude. that's a big win, but for, for $5, it's a pretty big win. Yeah. And, uh, and I kept like an extra $10 just in my DraftKings account so that I could just play around with it in the future or whatever. Yeah. Cool. But I was like, hey, I'll, I mean, I'm not real happy that my team lost, but... I did make $50 or $60 uh, at the end of the day here. So there's a little bit of an upside. Damn. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's still like, yeah, whatever. Fuck you. I'd give you 50, 60 bucks if they would have won just because I'm happy enough to hand that kind of money out. To it. Yeah, I'm glad you won. I'm glad you won. Yeah. Um, it was just a pleasant surprise. And like, it's the second know. time I've heard that from someone today. Someone else I was talking to won 300 bucks. Same oh, thing. my. Yeah. Okay. You know, if I had, uh, I, I did, there was one bet I lost. I bet that the total score would be under like 48 or something like that. And that wasn't the case. <laughs> no, it sure wasn't. No. Uh, I don't think the Brown score was under 48. Uh, it was 39 apparently. or 49 yeah. or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's insane. But anyway, that's how I'm doing. That was, it's been a rough, mm. you know, I care way too much. My whole week basically centers around watching them play for three hours. That's like the three hours of like free time I give myself. And now it's over. And, uh, and it wasn't good those three hours. No, it wasn't. It was bad. Dang. First half especially. Isn't a hockey or yeah. something starting soon though? Yeah, another thing to be disappointed by. <laughs> yeah. right. They they start on the thirteenth, but you know, the way the season ended for the Penguins wasn't great, and uh, it's it's going to be a weird shortened season where they're doing weird divisions, kind of. So it's well, basically every game is going to be against a team that they hate. So it's it's it could get weird and ugly. Well, and, you can always look forward to the Pirates, right? <laughs> That's right, dude. Yeah, they traded Damn. their best player for a uh, like a 27 year old prospect. I don't know if you know anything about baseball, but by the time you're 27, you're not a prospect anymore. Yeah, you're uh, you're an old man. So. Um, but at least video games are still there for us, right? That's, that's right. right. Yeah, uh, that's right. This is the moral. Fucking sports, man. This is the moral of yep. the story. Yep. Yeah. We learned something just we now. We did. We did. Yep. Cool. Well, well, we took that journey together. <laughs> yeah, that was a journey for that sure. That's a long. I mean, that's yeah. It's been a weird couple of days, but that's kind of how I'm doing. I'm fine. Cool. Good fine. to hear. Yeah. It's been good here. Just good. staying busy. Um, playing Sekiro again. 
because I don't know. I hate myself, I guess. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Overall, though, it's been good. I, I'm already in, in two sittings. I'm already probably close to halfway done nice. the game this time. Maybe a little more. I don't know. But it's been fun. So I've been streaming that. And it's been a good experience. Good, good man. But good. You know what's helped me a lot lately? Sackboy. Sackboy. Sackboy has really just, when I'm having a bad day or over the last couple of days, um, just to down play a level or two of Sackboy. Like, I challenge anyone to play a level or two of that and not be smiling. Don't say that. Just, You're going to make me want to buy it. It's so good. It's so much fun. It just uh, makes you feel good. The music is upbeat. I've been listening to the soundtrack in my house when I'm like doing stuff around the house. and I'm feeling that way about Crash 4 right now. Good. Yeah, I got it's it for twenty bucks it. at the at the closing. Nice. Going out of business, family video sale. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're going out of business. Yeah. All of them are, dude. Yeah. yeah ben and I had a great time at the family video no going shit. out of business sale. That's right, dude. I picked up. So that's where I bought Sekiro on PS4, but I also got the Attack on Titan game, and I played like the first level of it because I'm like, I don't, I don't have time to invest into this now. But it was, it's an anime huh. game. I almost thought about getting uh, Kakarot because supposedly that's pretty good yeah. too. These anime games, they're not great, but they sell really well. Yeah. So. Yeah, I got uh, Crash 4 for 20 bucks and I got uh, Nier. I got Nier Automata, which I realized a couple weeks ago I didn't actually own. I had borrowed Dustin's when I played it. And I'm like, how can I not own one of my favorite games? And it was only 10 bucks. I'm like, yeah. It, Man, I've been itching Easy. to play that again. Yeah, me too. I think with, uh, I'm not even going to try to pretend that I know what the remake's going to be called for the <laughs> first one, but like with that coming out in April, I really just kind of want to play the other one. And... Right. <sighs> yeah, it's a great yeah. game. Yeah, we're getting close also. I mean, we we talked about the upcoming releases, but man, Hitman 3 is getting so close. I'm really excited about that. Which, did any of you guys see the VR trailer? That just I've, came out? No, not the one that just came out, no. Dude, the one that just came out showed, like... What was weird is that when they revealed that trailer, it was like, oh, cool, they're going to make some special VR Hitman missions or something. Mm -hmm. That's not the case. Yeah. You're going to be able to play the entire trilogy in VR. Right. And the way that they showed it in the gameplay looked very... Like, the sandbox is still very present. And it looks like a full-fledged VR game like they probably could have sold this as hitman vr and instead they're just including it with hitman 3 wow so it looks really really cool so i'm excited to check that out so let's get into the big news this is hot this week sometimes we're coming to news you know a couple days late this is not the case this is fresh it's a big day today i feel big day yeah bethesda and machine games have teased a new title and that is an Indiana Jones game. Phil, I'm going to throw this right to you. Yes. You, were, you seem to be the most pumped up about Very this. Very excited about this. Um, well, first off, we know what Machine Games does. I think that the uh, Wolfenstein games have been some of my favorite in the past couple of years. They're, they're just fantastic games. And there have been hints today that this could be a first-person shooter. Um, obviously, the studio. And I'm trying to think of the tweet. I don't even remember who it was. In passing, real quick, I saw someone say something... And the reply from someone at Bethesda, I, I don't even know, was, you know, it, it looks like you know, know what Machine Games does or what type of games they make or what they've done in the past. Something that would imply whatever. Mm. Also, um, Todd Howard had uh, 
the little golden statue behind him. So oh yeah, this was teased a little while back. It looks like accidentally or on purpose or whatever the fuck. But um, I just I trust the studio. I think the property has needed something more than a Lego game, mm-hmm. you know, which is all we've had since probably the original Xbox when they put out a decent Indiana Jones game. But if it's a first person game, I just can picture some really fun stuff, some sequences around motorcycle chases and some stuff. Hopefully not swinging with monkeys, but, um, you know, <laughs> you've already got the, 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 the kind of villain and the Nazis kind of in place with the studio. Like, it just doesn't seem like a far stretch to think that Indy could, could brawl and shoot his way through some sort of, um, you know, situation with mm. them in first person. And I would love every second of it. If it's not a first person game, you know, you mentioned a little bit with Respawn. Like, if they did something like that, a studio that's known for it, first person, and they, they come out. I still trust the product that they're going to put out and give us. And we saw nothing other than, you know, basically the studio name, the hat, the whip, um, very little. Right. But it was enough to excite me. Let me read you guys the only tweet we have with information in it, and I'll throw it over to Ben and Brandon. Uh, it says, a new Indiana Jones game. This Sorry, this is from the Bethesda Twitter account. It says, a new Indiana Jones game with an original stories in development from our studio, Machine Games. And it'll be executive produced by Todd Howard in collaboration with Lucasfilm games. It'll be some time before we have more to reveal. We're very excited to share today's news. Now, specifically, I wanted to ask you guys what you thought about Todd Howard, who is the main creative force, we'll say at Bethesda games proper, right? He is known for directing Skyrim and the fallout games or the, the new Fallout games, we'll say. And so now he is has a, a title with this game. So with him currently being busy with Starfield and the eventual eventual Elder Scrolls six, what do you guys think about his name being attached to this product? I'm not opposed to it by any means. I do think that that I mean, I don't really know exactly what his day to day work looks like in a role like this. But I imagine it's not a not a slow paced day. So I wonder how actually involved he'll be, or you know how much help he'll be, right? Based on that. But I mean, I like Todd Howard. Yeah, it just works, you know. Yeah. No, see, probably the most. That's my problem with it in general. I guess is that there what the last taste I have of that gentleman is not a good one with Fallout seventy six, and so immediately I think I'm on guard about the whole thing and i wonder like was that supposed to be a sign of good faith like hey todd howard's here maybe for a lot of people it is and i and i wouldn't by any means say that i've lost faith in the guy and his creative endeavors but you know i feel like what does that give them by saying that in that way right away you know right it could have went out and said later oh yeah obviously todd howard it's a part of this at some point but they led with that so I don't know how to feel about that necessarily. Um, As like a side note, though, I agree with Phil in the sense that I feel like I could see a good game coming from Machine Games in this way. I feel like with Youngblood, they wanted to experiment a little bit and it didn't go over great with a lot of people, but it showed me that they were willing to like expand on themselves and continue to develop their own formulas. And so I'd love for them to try something completely new. It wouldn't have to reinvent a wheel that's already made. Um, with, with Wolfenstein, you could just come in fresh. 
Um, so, yeah, I guess as far as to- Todd Howard goes, I mean, that's probably mostly a good sign in my book. Um, it makes me cautiously optimistic, but I think it's a good team. So that gives me more faith. Yeah. I had two things with this, though. That I think if you put to- Todd Howard's name with this game, it's doing two things. One, it's showing that they are serious. Like this, this is a game that they're putting everything into. And I think by putting his name, they know that this is a, like a property that they have to hit on. If, if you put out a crappy Indiana Jones game, it's going to do more damage than, you know, they've already got some bad stuff going on from the, from fallout and some other things. Um, so I think this game just has to hit, but like, and I think because of that, the reason I think that it's going to be first person is because you take, I think the best example for me is quantum of solace. When that game came out, it was Treyarch. It used the call of duty formula to put out a really good James Bond game. It didn't, change anything really as far as you know just put basically call of duty mechanics into the james bond world and i think that's their safest move here just because Hmm. not that they can't make a good game in third person or something else but we know what they can do in first person you know what this property is if you nail this then you've got some room maybe to do something down the road but this game has to be good right it can't fail yeah i feel like it's it's a weird situation and i i kind of feel bad for machine games because wolfenstein 2 was fantastic yeah really good so good but as far as we know i mean i don't know if we have no actual sales numbers but it's kind of it's widely accepted wild widely accepted that it did not sell super well which is just crazy to me but in addition to that is from my understanding they didn't even have a lot of involvement with Youngblood, that was mostly uh, Arcane mm-hmm. doing really? that. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So no, and I mean, I don't mean to. I'm not trying to like actually you. No, no, you're, you're good. I had no idea, but it still. just it goes to show that their reputation somewhat got tarnished mm-hmm. from that game. It's ironic. It's a Bethesda game that the main studio got tarnished for the support teams. Not really support, but it's like Fallout 76 with the Austin team really making that and not the Maryland team. Right. And so, yeah, Phil, I think you're right in that, you know, they they really got to go out and be like, this is we're this is going to be really high quality. This we're we're putting everything we can into this. So I guess, Phil, you're saying you want it to be first person. And I kind of want to expand that a little bit, a little bit as fans of these movies, which I would say that I've seen all three of them probably two or three times. I like how the fourth of them just doesn't exist. Well, actually there's a, a I've seen that one time, (laughs) but I think I saw it in the theater and that was it. I didn't see it again. Probably the best way to view it actually. Yeah. Oh yeah. With mutts swinging around in the trees. (laughs) The, the question I guess is that, I mean, what do we want an Indiana Jones game to look like and it it's a weird it's in a weird spot because we really have had many excellent indiana jones games mm-hmm. through uncharted and tomb raider yeah right, right. so yeah, i was gonna say. and i think that's another reason that you need this to look different yeah so that it just doesn't become a clone of one of its clones basically yeah but tomb raider did that and still made it its own mm-hmm. it's true you know like yep. yeah fair enough but you know like you know i could i could i don't know yeah maybe it's 
my love for Uncharted and the Tomb Raider together that I just feel like it fits really well. I think I personally would love a third person out of this, but I mean, hey, Cyberpunk's made me realize that anything can be first person and still be super engaging. So, um, could even see it's not crazy to think that it couldn't have both and you choose fifth person. Maybe it. it's fifth person. Oh shit! Because they're You're having skipping fourth on that. <laughs> No fourth you know, first person is you watch somebody else play. <laughs> you watch it's in third person. Literally the only you just pop in the disc and it's someone playing the game on Twitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fifth person. That's how most people play games. <laughs> yeah, really. So, I wonder is there? It's been a few years since I've seen these movies. Obviously, there's like the iconic moment where it, the guy comes up and is going to fight Indiana Jones and oh, then he just shoots so him. So cool. Yeah. So I was like, if it's a first person shooter, is it? Is it like weird if we have Indiana Jones just like killing up dozens of people? Absolutely not. You don't think so? Good enough I can't for Nathan, remember. Does he shoot all him. the time? Does he kill people all the time in the movie? There's a not all not the all time. the time. There's a lot of shooting at times. I would say. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if this has a lot of puzzle elements to it, though. Mm. Yeah, like. I think the traversal and the exploration and the combat are going to be cool. I think you're going to see some sweet whip action, definitely some swinging action. But I think that this is, I mean, I think they could make a cool puzzle integration with this game, too. Hmm. And I mean, Tomb Raider has a lot of that, too. But like, yeah, maybe environmental type puzzles. Maybe even, yeah, yeah. maybe even more in depth. I'm always into puzzles. So, yeah, that's. Maybe that's, it could be like a, alley. a detective type game too, to some oh. extent. Not detective, but you know, there's yeah. gonna be things you have to solve that aren't strictly puzzle type yeah, things, like a fusion. Now, Phil, I have to throw this to you again sure. as our movie expert mm-hmm. of this podcast. We already know Bethesda said in this tweet that it's going to be an original story. Yes, but to my understanding, there is a new Indiana Jones film there in the works. Yes. That will feature Harrison Ford that yes. will take place as the fifth movie Correct. chronologically. Do you think that these are going to have any kind of synergy together? Only with release date, potentially. They're probably going to want to get both as close together. Mm. But I think it'll be like Battlefront and, you know, whatever, Last Jedi when it came out. Like, close in release date, but I don't think they're going to be connected necessarily. You might see... I don't know, some weird DLC. Or I don't. I doubt that they're going to be related in any way. And if one of the two is not about Atlantis, we have yeah. a problem. Oh, One of them needs to be about Atlantis. It's time. I didn't even think about the fact that, like, the image in my mind is Indiana Jones killing Nazis. Yeah. But then with some of the, like... Yeah, we moved into the Cold War Crystal a little Skull. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. Crystal Skull. Like, so maybe hmm. you're killing hordes of some kind of other... I mean, hopefully not aliens, but... Weird. I'd even be into that. Creatures. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I would so, say. Did you like Crystal Skull, Brandon? I don't. I've, I haven't watched that one. You won't like the idea no. of aliens after you watch Crystal Skull. Okay. okay. Fair enough. Dude, you know it's. Cr- mm. I just remembered, Brandon. The first time I saw Temple of Doom was with you. Yeah, at Austin's. Yeah, and yeah. I hated it. Yeah. Shit, will fuck what? you up. I don't like Temple of Doom. What? It's like the ugly stepchild no, of movie. the. Let me repeat. What? No, Temple great of movie. Doom, not good. But it's, it's so good. It's just when you compare it to Raiders and um, what, what? Okay, the names of them are Covenant. Covenant. Wait. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's the first one. Mm-hmm. Temple and of Doom. And then Temple of Doom. Last Crusade. Last Crusade. That's it. Yeah. And Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. But I mean, Temple of Doom had short round. So. Yeah. Short round. 
Who's going to mm. be in a movie soon? Uh, on Netflix. As an adult man. Dude, doesn't someone's heart get ripped out? Right yeah. out of his chest. Yeah, dude. Yep. Dude, that's... Still beating. My mom would tell me, like, she would watch that movie growing up with her with her parents, and my, my grandma, my very conservative grandma, would be like, that part of that movie is satanic. When they, <laughs> with that part. I think the uh, word <laughs> on the street, I think that's the reason PG-13 exists, is because of that movie. I, I thought it was like Gremlins. it was around that time, but yeah. it wasn't because of that, if I recall. It might have been. I don't know. But I, I feel like I Spielberg a podcast once. <laughs> had, a, had a big part of it. But yeah, um, I'm sure. Yeah, it, was, it might have been part of the push. Yeah, dude. I'm just OK. So I brought up Gremlins because I thought I've always heard that it's the first Gremlins because that's PG. And then there's, yeah. you know, a gremlin in the Exploding microwave. In the microwave. Getting, <laughs> I just right. imagine being yeah. a young child and seeing Gremlins. Yep. How old were you, Phil, when you saw it? Probably like eight. Did it fuck you up? Oh, yeah. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But so did Indiana Jones. I mean, seeing that heart ripped out at a young age, too. Dude. That was was my wheelhouse. Fucked up 80 shit. Before I had fully watched Indiana Jones, I remember my grandparents watching it and seeing the end of the first one where they all melt. Oh, yeah. That was very somewhat. I mean, yeah, it was disturbing. It's pretty disturbing. Okay, I have an update. Update. Okay. In the early. This is Wikipedia. In the early 1980s, complaints about violence and gore in films such as Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom and Gremlins, both of which received PG ratings, refocused attention on films seen by small children and preteens, etc., etc., etc. Steven Spielberg, director of Temple of Doom and executive producer of Gremlins, suggested a new intermediate rating between PG and R. The PG-13 rating was introduced on July 1st, 1984. Uh, the first film to be released with this rating was Red Dawn. Huh. Oh, Wolverines. You both were right. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. Technically, neither. I was right. Hmm. It was because of those movies. I was right that Spielberg was highly involved, though. Yes. Yeah. Fair enough. Man, Red Dawn's a great movie, too. I've never seen it. Honestly, it's probably less disturbing. I mean, the content, I'm, I don't know. I feel like the violence in that is way lower than some of the stuff in, like, Indiana Jones, but it's. Dude. It's pretty intense as far as the. The sound it makes when that guy gets chopped up by the plane propeller. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. Now I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they do a movie. Whole, um, at God, which one? Hollywood Studios does a whole, they have an Indiana Jones stunt show that's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh. Ever, yeah. Movie ratings are so interesting to me. And I know we're veering off topic a little bit here, but there's a, there's a movie, I think it's Last Action Hero. With Arnold Schwarzenegger, it came out in the early 90s. Yes. And at one point, like, basically, he's from a movie, mm-hmm. or else the kid goes into a movie. I can't remember now. But he's trying to get him to, to admit that it's a movie or that, that Schwarzenegger is a movie star or something or, you know, in the movie. And he tries to get him to say the F word, you know. And he's like, you can't say it because this is only rated PG-13. And I remember thinking, like, oh, there's, there's like, usually you can get away with an F word or two in a PG-13 movie. Keeps but at the up. time, you couldn't. No. Then so it was one for a while. Now I think it's two or three. Like you can... it dep- Now it depends on the context. Oh, okay. If it's sexual in context... It's only one? It, you, I don't think you something. get any. Oh, okay. Speaking... It's so If weird. it's just like a, you know... Because it's A definitely... curse rather than an action, then it's... Wow. Yeah. And it used to be titties in like PG movies and stuff like that. Oh. Well, yeah. for a while... I mean, there, yeah. for a long time, there was only G and PG. Yeah. And then there was G, PG, and R, and now there's G, PG, PG-13, R, NC-17. NC-17 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if... Yeah, X is still a thing. Mainstream movies aren't ever like NC-17, right? Sometimes. Really? Um, what was the one that won Best Picture that was rated NC-17? Uh, 
Which awards are we talking about here? Talking Phil? about at the Oscars. Oh, with, okay. uh, oh geez. Whatever concrete oh, no. cowboy, blah blah blah. I don't know. Um, the yeah. gay cowboy yeah. movie. Yeah. What was that? No, not the gay cowboy. No. Not broke back mountain. Not no, broke no, back no, no, mountain. No. Man, my brain's broke. <laughs> hang on, hang on. It's all right. You could think of it. Anyway, um, well, yeah, an NC seventeen movie won Best Picture. Okay. Interesting. I just learned a lot about that rating with saying you know the fuck word specifically yeah. in that new show on Netflix. The history of swear words. Oh yeah, with Nick Cage. What have you heard of this? No, I haven't watched it yet. But yeah, it's a show that is all about the history of swear words, and Nick Cage is the host. Wow, it's actually Nick Cage is the best part of it. Some yeah. of the some of the rest of it is a little cringy, right? Especially they have a lot of comedians that I don't really care for, right? In it, but it's an interesting show nonetheless. Nice. Midnight is Cowboy. George Carlin featured in there. He's not been yet. Wow. And I've watched the episodes on fuck and shit. Yeah. There's also damn and pussy still okay. to come. And we, bitch. We were real close to watching that last night, and we went with Emily and Perry instead. So oh. Seems like a We kind of went on the other end of the spectrum. Right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but Midnight Cowboy was the X-rated movie that won Best Picture. Damn. Yeah. Fully intense sexual intercourse in the no, film. No, it's really not. It's not that bad, actually. Oh. But it was, you know, whatever year. Um, but by 1969, you know, things were just different in 69. Yeah. Hey, man. Yeah. Hey. So, yeah, I think that's all we really have to say about that. Unless anyone else has any final thoughts about Indiana Jones coming back to video games. Yeah. Cause there was that Xbox game. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, this was on the original Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the name of that? That was a good game. I had fun. With I never that. played it. It was fun. And there was Lego Indiana yeah. Jones, but yeah. One and two, actually. Guys, I, I don't care what it is. I'm excited for it. First or third. Yeah, or for sure. Yeah. yeah. If it's indie, it's probably going to be decent. Yeah. yeah. I have two very small news items <laughs> other than that. Uh, okay. Jedi Fallen Order, which is a game that, let's see. I know that, Phil, you played mm-hmm. it in Ben. Yep. Brandon did not play it. We all liked it a good deal. Mm-hmm. I think that we all thought it was often great, but not. Might have been my game of the year that year. Oh, really? Okay. Well, that came out the same year as Spider-Man. Maybe not. No. No. It came out in technically in 19, of, December yeah, of 19. End of 19. So it was technically eligible for, for this year's Game yeah, Awards or this right. last year's Game Awards. Yeah, it might have been my game of the year that year. At first, it wasn't. It took some time to really get me. But mm. once it got its hooks in. I loved it, but once I once I beat it, I never thought about it again until like the end of the year. Yeah. Same. Well, anyway, if you haven't played it yet or if you want to go back... It's getting a next-gen optimization patch. Now, I looked at the blog post, and it seems to me that this is not a PS5 and Series X version of this game. It is a, like I said, optimization patch, which I want to see more developers do this. Yeah. Because we don't necessarily need full-blown next-gen versions. Just, like, put in a little patch. Let let us use some of that extra juice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So here's what you can expect. If you're playing on Xbox Series S, the frame rate has been increased to 60 FPS from 45. Uh, Xbox Series X is going to have a performance and a non-performance mode. It says normal mode. <laughs> the performance mode will be 60 FPS with a dynamic res between 1080p and 1440. And the normal mode will be post-processing has been increased to 4K. And there's also a dynamic resolution of 1512p to 2160p. So I'm guessing that's not 60 FPS. Finally, PlayStation 5 
you're going to get a full 60 FPS, which it used to be 45, uh, with post-processing increased to 1440p with no dynamic resolution. The game is rendering at 1200p, and it used to render at 810 to 1080p. So this is pretty significant. I think the most the most important thing is the the 60, the 60, yeah. the locked yeah. 60 for this, because there but, was some noticeable dips at times. Yeah, I think playing through that. As yeah, someone, that's the biggest thing for me. Yeah, as someone who's not really invested in the Star Wars universe, is this a game that is even worth it not being about more than just Star Wars? I think so. I mean, I think it's a it's a fun game, even if you don't care about the lore at all, because it sets up its own universe within itself. Gotcha. Really. Uh, this, and you know, I know enough. It's a game that was built, I think, for people to be able to play it without knowing about Star Wars. But if you do know about Star it's Wars, it's way better. You know, like when they go to the Night Sisters and stuff like that, I think it'll just grip you a little more. But Brandon, this is a game I actually think if you were able to get it for pretty cheap that you would like because there's a lot of Souls DNA. Damn. It's on a lot of people said it was like a Dark Souls yeah. Star Wars game. Cool. But also it has like some Uncharted type feel yeah. to it. Like, I mean, it, it kind of, yeah, it blends a lot of stuff together hmm. in a really cool way. I played it on PC, but it's a game that if I saw it for. 15 or 20 bucks on PS5 or PS4, I guess, technically. I would definitely pick it up, yeah. play it on there again. And this is coming just with as a patch, then? I think it's out now. Oh, actually. cool. Cool. So, I'll wait to see that on sale then. If I see it, I might pick it up. Let me throw you guys a curveball here. So, we have these PS5 optimization patches for a few games uh, Days Gone, um, Call of Duty, Call Modern of Duty, Warfare. Ghost of Tsushima. And they've all been really excellent. And now we're getting this as well. What other games from the PS4 generation would you like to see? Just a little Bloodborne. A little tune-up. I'm going to give you the answer mm. before you finish the question. I mean, I wasn't going to say Bloodborne because it's so obvious. <laughs> Bloodborne. I'm going to say it. Okay, Bloodborne. Why, why Bloodborne? It's the most obvious choice. Like, First of all, it's an, it's an amazing game, according to everyone that's ever spoken about it, that is widely beloved, but clearly has some at least small performance issues that need to be solved. Uh, almost everyone has the game. Anyone who's interested has it. I have it twice and I've never even played it. I have it on PS Plus and I have it physically because I got it for $10 once. Uh, it's it's kind of one of those defining of a generation. For, and then also you have so many other games that people are into in that same kind of gameplay style that it would just be like, I feel like it'd just be such an obvious choice. But I think the biggest thing is like, it's just a game that's probably still played pretty heavily of, of like if you look at games in the last seven years and you look at the, the oldest ones of them and figure out which ones are the most played, I guarantee Bloodborne would be on that list. And so just to give it like just unlock the frame rate and, put it, you know, let the PS5 be able to harness the load times better, I think it would fly like it would mm -hmm. it would be phenomenal. I don't know that the one thing is I don't know how much money they could potentially see out of it. Uh, depending on how much work there is, is related to how much money there is to be made because so many people already have it. Mm. But there's bound to be people who would get it, who would buy it another time, or maybe they had it, uh, they had it physically and they'd buy it digitally, or I don't know, something. You brought up a good point about a lot of people having it. I never thought about that, which m tells me that they're going to give it more than that. I think they'll do a remaster. Yeah. yeah. And then charge people for yeah, it. Yeah, because if they just. If they just do an upgrade that's going to obviously has to be free, if mm -hmm. they do a, a code update, then 
there's really no monetary advantage other than notoriety. And if they come, like, the one thing I could see is if they're going to put out Bloodborne 2, I'm probably not going to buy Bloodborne 2 if I've never played Bloodborne 1. Some people will. Most Why people not? Will. <laughs> but, but if you say, hey, you know, all you people who haven't played Bloodborne, there's a Bloodborne 2 coming out, and to get you ready for it, we're releasing this patch. Then I could see it being worth it from a, uh, you know, a gracious standpoint and gender people more to the idea of buying Bloodborne 2. But if there's no intention or no plans to do a Bloodborne 2, then yeah, a remaster would be the only way I could really see them making an, an, enough money to make it worth it for them. Interesting. Hmm. Any other picks? Yeah, mine's very selfish. Uh, I want Infamous Second Son to get this Ooh. because I've always wanted to go back and play it uh, like evil. I went through it, you know, and, and did everything the right way and, and got the good ending and the good story. I want to go back and be a little darker, but I just haven't had time to do that. So if I had a bit more of a reason to do that and try it out, I would like to do that. You know, when they did that DLC, the yeah, DLC, yeah. the standalone um, First, First Light, Light yeah. it got PS4 Pro support. I don't know if they ever put that into the original, but if it has an unlocked frame rate, which First Light did, then you... It's not going to be like a 4K 60 experience, yeah. but you could probably get a locked 60 out of the original. Yeah. That'd be and even if it doesn't do a whole lot, just I need a reason to go back to it. So right. like I said, even if, it, even if it doesn't enhance much or do, I just want some sort of news. So I'm like, well, let me go try that out and play through it a second time. Hmm. Um, because unlike a game like Jedi Fallen Order, where I don't know if going back and playing it a second time will really do much for me, that actually has a whole different kind of outcome based on playing the game differently. So Yeah. Yeah. I'd be interested in that. Maybe I can think of three platy. more games that I would say. Okay. They're all first party. Damn. Yeah, I was going to say. Gonna... Well, first and second party. But somebody else can go if they want. Yeah, I was going to say God of War. Okay, that's that I feel like it would be a perfect segue into the next iteration of the series. Um, I couldn't imagine the game being any more beautiful, but it could be, I'm sure. And I would love to see it. Um, and just a really anything to give people another incentive to start another new game plus. Yeah. I think is great, and it's just going to bring them right back around to buying your new game. I can't imagine I mean, truly. how that game would look. I mean, my biggest tweet ever blew up because I tweeted about how beautiful it was, and I think Corey Barlog retweeted it, and and that was then. Right. You know, right. Imagine how much. I know, you know, dude. My head would explode if that game got any prettier. I know. Yeah. And that's the thing that's cool. Well, it's half cool. So there is that performance mode on God of War, but... So you can play it at 60 FPS now on PS5, which is great, but it is going to be locked to 1080p. Yeah. So I feel like, I mean, they did it for Days Gone, yeah. and way less people care about that game. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah, I think they needed to do it for Days Gone. True. My God, Ragnarok. <laughs> you know, like, Ragnarok's going to be so pretty. Yeah. I can't even imagine. But no, that yeah. that is probably at the top of my list, just because I've been wanting to play it again and kind of like feel like it just hasn't, there hasn't been a reason for me necessarily yeah. I mean, aside from re-enjoying an amazing game, you know? But if there was that much more oomph, it would get me even more excited for Ragnarok, and I would just remember how much I loved what they made. So, yeah. the only other, I'm guessing this is on your list too, Ben. So I'm going to skirt you right here. Okay, yeah. I'm saying Horizon Zero Dawn. That was number two Ooh, of my three. Just because yeah. they, they released that PC version, I got a little taste of that game in high frame rate. I didn't play through all of it. I barely actually played any of it, but it was very good. And so, you know, they got the new game coming. Just like Brandon was saying with God of War, this is the perfect time to be like, hey, we've updated Horizon Zero Dawn. 
So go back and play it and get ready for Forbidden West. Okay. Yeah. So what's yeah. that last one, Ben? The last one, I said it was the first party. It's the second party, is Death Stranding. Oh. Dude, how... And I think you not only come out with you, if you want to go a whole, the whole way and make it up the PS5 version, you integrate Dual Sense with Death Stranding. Mm. Ooh, Ooh boy, that's something. can you imagine trying now to trying something. to carry those boxes around and just the <sighs> level of the, the level say. of what, what's it called? Now you can topple over resistance. Re- yeah, just the resistance when you're trying to, when you're walking around and having the uh, I was trying to think immersive the immersiveness mm. of that um, actually having to like balance that with trigger weights and stuff. Obviously, I think that adds a lot of different uh, issues with coding and stuff, probably. But still, just just unlocking that game and touching it up a bit, yeah. That game ran phenomenally well yeah. on PC. So I, you could definitely do a 4K <laughs> 60. Yeah. yeah. Hell, I mean, my PC, which, okay, even before I had my new graphics card, it was running at, I could do 4K like 120 right basically I, I saw that game in 4k at least 60 on your tv and that game has the potential to be next level beautiful i mean truly i i haven't played it but some of the visuals are crazy i've been thinking about that game actually the last few days um and i part of it was there was an article that i want to say the washington post put out that was ba- said like hideo kojima predicted our dark present how does now how does he save us or something which i think is a little bit of a weird title but dramatic yeah but dude i mean thinking about metal gear solid 2 and the sort of point that he was making that with that game coupling that with death stranding and how people are so uh separated and you know with in the in the age of of covid it's just like honestly kind of freaky that how he wrote about this type of subject matter that is so relevant. Yeah. Kojima, it's weird. I feel like on one hand, he's slightly overrated. Yeah. On the other hand, I think he's like an absolute genius. Right. He's one of the, the best. Boy, that's a fine line, isn't it? Between yeah. those two things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing is that there's some, a few things about death Stranding and especially metal gear that I'm like, this is fucking dumb. And at the same time, there's other things that I'm like, this, how? Like, yeah. it's incredible. So, all right. One last announcement. It's kind of a boring one, guys. I'm sorry. Nintendo has announced a new Switch variant. It's called the Mario Red and Blue Edition. It's cool looking, though. And it's cool. What's interesting about it is that they, all of their other special editions, they don't change the shell of the Switch itself. Yeah. yeah. It's always black. And this one is actually red, except for the kickstand. What? They they cheaped out, and they just put a black kickstand on there. That probably looks like shit. Well, yeah, I mean, it's still on black. The, back? the Animal yeah. Crossing one had some leaves and stuff in it, like some... Yeah, but the plastic was still black, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It was still, yeah. I feel like it was lighter, though. I have to look at it. Is that like a normal switch, or is it a switch light? Uh, it a is normal a switch. normal switch. Here, Brandon, here's the picture. Sorry for the, okay. the listeners, but... okay. It comes with like the Joy Cons, like the special uh, sliders. The slider yeah. things are blue, and it comes with a blue Joy Con grip, and it comes with a case, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it looks sick. And the dock yeah. is red. I didn't realize yeah. that. Nice. That red on red looks really yeah, that's really cool together. Yeah. The uh, controllers with the sliders are very, very Mario. I mean, obviously, but yeah. yeah, it looks really cool. It's cool enough that I thought about getting it. Mm, it looks a third, cooler. A third switch. It looks cooler than the last red ones they did for Mario. 
Like I feel like it's more of an authentic Mario red this time. So it's good. Did anyone see that uh, Super Mario 3D World trailer? Yeah, that I came was out? hoping we talk about that. Let's talk about it. Looks great. I mean, that's my. That is the best 3D Mario game. Mm. Oh, oh mm. Phil. Yep. I'll allow it. Excluding so. Odyssey, obviously. Including Odyssey, you mean? Ooh, I knew he was going to say it. How dare you say that? Including Odyssey. This is the best 3D game. And just that moment when, like, you see Bowser kind of rising up in the trailer oh. and just, mm, that hit real hard. And uh, I didn't know if I was going to replay this game. And I definitely am now. Yep. Yeah. So the trailer was all about the Bowser's Fury yeah. add-on, which what's really interesting about that is that there are it has a different camera perspective mm-hmm. where you can actually, from what I can tell from the trailer, it has like a right stick. You can move around fully, whereas the normal Super Mario 3D world is a fixed camera yeah. perspective. So the thing that worries me, Phil, yes, is that this trailer showed off some cool stuff, but I'm worried that this is going to take, it's going to be like three hours, hmm. like a three hour little extra. Yeah, that's fine. I'm okay, okay with that. How much? 60 bucks. Oh. For the whole game and, and includes the, this oh. new thing. Oh, you're just talking yeah. about the like yeah. DLC thing is going to be short? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yes. I'm fine with oh, that. Okay. The add-on. Okay. okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I got lots to play. And uh, if I can get three hours of, of real real good fun in, I'm in. So that's, that's fine. I was, a few weeks ago, I think I told you guys that I wasn't planning on getting this. Yeah. Right? Well, I was really impressed with this trailer. Mm-hmm. And so I was like... Eh, what if it's only three hours? It's not going to be worth my my sixty doll hairs, right? But I just saw there is another collectible pin set that Ooh. you can order that has more, like three D Mario. Like there's Mario with Flood and a whole. I, so I have the original pin set from getting three D the three D collection. It's fantastic, and honestly, it pushed me over the edge. I think I'm going to buy it just because I really it. want wow. between the DLC looking good. The pin set, I mean, just looks like a nice little yeah. little package. Yeah, I love this game. I'm very excited about it. I wasn't sure I was going to rebuy it either, but you know, uh, seeing the trailer, it just excited me enough. Nintendo has been really quiet. No, no direct for a really long time. Yeah, I wonder what's going on. I mean, maybe they're just waiting because could be nothing. Games are getting delayed yeah. due to COVID, and Nintendo would rather just say nothing. Yeah, maybe, but. Yeah. I don't know. We, there's so many things in that we don't know about. I mean, as far as Metroid Prime. Does it exist? Bayonetta 3. Where is it? When's um, the new Breath of the Wild coming out? Breath of the Wild. Yeah. They announced, what, Bayonetta 3 years ago now? Three? At one of our... Yeah. At the Game Wasn't Awards. it one of the Game Awards? At, at yeah. 17 or 18. I, don't I think remember. it was 17. It's like four years ago then, pretty much. Well, three. Three. Yeah, because yeah, they came out but, with that collection or whatever. Didn't yeah. they have the other games? Yeah. Yep. Where yeah. are the games? I think it's it's funny because people are starting to get antsy. There's this is something I've noticed is that when it's been long enough between a Nintendo Direct, that's when the crappy rumors really start to kick up. Mm. Like I saw people tweeting about this this piece of paper that was leaked that had like a Nintendo header and was like uh, January Nintendo Direct, and it listed all of these things. I'm like, someone clearly just <laughs> yeah. made this. Well, I don't know if it was the same one, but some one that I saw was similar, but it just had the most ridiculous things ever. Like, oh, yeah. Things that I mean, you know, clearly weren't real. But, um. I wonder if they're still... I don't know. They, they've been kind of shy about saying anything about a Switch Pro. Yeah. You have to imagine. 
it's inevitable. Where the fuck's the news, Doug? Dude, <laughs> where's the news, Doug? Bowser hit us with Bowser today. I feel, I like, know, I, I feel like we've hit very, or we've seen very little of Bowser yep. since he came in. And part yeah. of that could be because of COVID and well, the lack of conventions and stuff. Yeah. But. Well, here's the thing, too, is like, it's not Reggie. Yeah. And yeah. we can't assume it's going to be Reggie. So it's I wonder if it'll... There's about him. So like, yeah. it's kind of, I don't know, just blends in. Yeah. I don't expect him to be Reggie, but I would expect to see something from some him. of that Reggie magic. I feel like just I've seen a, a lot bit. of Reggie since. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say, but, dude, I don't think he's going anywhere. No, so no, but but maybe maybe they're just waiting for that Simpsons hit and run port or a remake or Whoa. remaster. Yeah, Nintendo is waiting for oh, the yeah. Simpsons. Nintendo, yeah. yes, for the Switch <laughs> yeah. Pro. Yep. Okay, I mean, I would, in, I would love to have that on the fill. go. Is that play, what you're thinking? Play some hit and run on the go. Man, that's a dream. I haven't thought about that game. Every day of my life, it's a good think about game, every dude. day. Every day of game. your life, I think about that game almost every day, and why wow. we haven't seen some sort of remake or I don't fucking know, just even a port. Maybe this the creator of The Simpsons don't want another game. Well, well he does, dude. So Holly's been watching Disenchanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Netflix. it's really good. That? Yeah, it's a good. I like it a lot. So Holly is a mega Futurama fan mm-hmm. like it's the best loves it mm-hmm. she's she says that she likes Disenchanted but it's not as good as Futurama yeah. nothing ever could be yeah no. mm. it also has such a legacy at this point right. that there's so many options for good moments in Futurama yeah. but Disenchantment's pretty good um second Futurama season almost every day yeah yeah really just in some way or another. yeah it seems i'd give it a chance second season really ramps up once all the setup's done you know it's like, like most shows times, like, like fantasy yeah, stuff, yeah 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 and it it's got yeah. some really cool characters i'm actually really hoping they continue so check so, it out did they do any kind of futurama games outside of mobile they had something i want to say around the gamecube era uh, it not much it wasn't hmm. it wasn't great I want to see Fry and Smash, you know what I'm saying? Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. I'm my own grandpa. (laughs) I'd rather see Zoidberg, I think. uh, Oh, my God. You're right, dude. He would just uh, take off his skin and throw it at you. So that's all I have as far as as news. Um, We can talk about any games that we want. Ben, I specifically wanted to ask you about that new Devolver game that Dave reviewed. Yeah. What is it called again? Loop Hero. Dude, this game... It was revealed game? at the Game Awards. Okay. It's... Uh, I've seen a lot of positive talk about it. Yeah. Dave gave it a 7 out of 10, uh, but everything he said in his... Not everything. There was a few slight knocks against it, but everything he said in, in his review made me want to play it. Okay. So it's just been a matter of not playing it yet. But he says it's great, uh, and everybody I've, else I've seen who reviewed it says it's great. Uh, it's basically... This is not a game I've played, by the way. But basically, it's a it's a card game, but they're you know with graphical animations that happen, and you run in a loop and face different enemies and stuff like that. And the cards come up, and you build your base. And uh, I don't. That's about the majority of what I know about it, other than reading his review. Which uh, if you he did a video too. It's not the full review. It's just like impressions kind of thing. Um, but he he said it was really good and huh. and a lot of fun. Impressions or confessions? Oh. From Dave. He, the only thing he said, he said it it, uh, it can tend to get a little stale after you've done it, but it takes a while. Like, it's good. Everything about it's good. It's just, do you want to do that for a long, long time? You said it's mostly a card game. 
Holy yes. Hell. Okay, interesting. From what I understand, I need to watch a trailer because I don't yeah. know anything about this. So yeah, they revealed it at the game. It's a very you know they revealed it at the game awards and all of a sudden it was out. So hmm. it's not like they had a long lead. It's up one of those. Find yeah. Out more. yeah, yeah. But it seems to be getting a lot of praise. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. But other games you guys want to? Yeah, dude. Even playing. I checked out Man Eater on PS5. Yeah, you were really hot on this. Yeah, yeah. So I really liked it on PS4. Right. Um, it had a lot of very clear problems running on the PS4, and it could be better. They probably patched it. I almost guarantee you they patched it since. Yeah. But I got it on release and really enjoyed it and did the Platinum and just thought it was probably one of the funnest games I'd played that year. And oh, definitely so, top five. Oh, That's yeah. For sure. Just like, I can't describe it any other way, but just fun. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. That is literally the best way to describe it. It's dumb so, it, it's just so dumb and it's so fun. I think I saw Colin's tweet about it, kind of summed it up, but I don't remember how he said it, but basically just, you know, yeah. He was Dumb really fun. caught off guard. Yeah. 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 I think it caught a lot of people. I think it caught us off guard even just testing. Oh, yeah. Packs. I mean, um, we went to the booth yeah. and it was cool. You know, you're like, I want to see where this is going type of thing. Not quite sure, but I mean, they kind of, they kind of flushed it out. It's quirky yeah. and it's just fun. And you just pick it up and play it and it yeah. feels good and yeah. it's not really a, it's not a steep learning yeah. curve. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. but... I tried it on PS5. I was um, pleased with the performance, uh, much more acceptable. And I, yeah, I my first double platinum on a game. Wow. So, yeah, I banged it out in two days. And I, it, it was, I wasn't even necessarily trying to, but then I was just playing it long enough. And I was like, wow, I'm really close. I think I could do this. And I just kept playing awesome. and playing. And I was like, holy shit, I'm going to platinum this today. It's a good game. Yeah. And so, yeah, no, I'm, I kind of want to play it again, but it'd be pointless kind of aside from fun. Um, but yeah, no, I've been checking it out. Check it out. It, it's the it's the PlayStation Plus game for PS5. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't believe it's the one on PS4. So if you right. have PS5. You can only get it if you have PS5 or right. PS Plus. Yeah. Highly, highly encourage you to try it out. Because it is a lot of fun, mindless, good fun, and uh, you can probably buy it for like twenty bucks, even if you don't have it. Really, PS5. exactly. And the um, the guy who voices the the campaign is Jerry from Rick and Morty, and it's yeah. del- and it's delightful. He is a great, a great it's voice so actor. Funny. So it's like the perfect role for him, I think, yeah. just with how whimsical and silly it all is. So no, really, really enjoying that. But yeah. same stuff aside from that, but just popped in. Two days worth of man here. I'm done and I'm <laughs> moving on to the next thing now, I guess. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? I played Ratchet and Clank. Oh, nice. I think I talked about that briefly. Yeah. Uh, and then I finished it. I'm not going to, that's not a game I'm going to go for the Platinum on at all. But I played it. I really enjoyed it. I'm really looking forward to the next one. And then uh, I mentioned earlier that I got Crash 4 at the family video going out of business sale for $20. Yeah, you're a huge Crash fan. I'm a huge Crash fan, and it really is a testament to how much there was going on this fall that I did not buy that game. Yeah, because well, first of all, we we were we we were led to believe, and not that they think it was. Long story short, we thought we were getting a review code for it, so I didn't like pre-order anything, and we didn't get reviewed co- code for it. But there were like six other games out at that point that we were playing and reviewing and just playing for personal pleasure. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't play it. And then I was like, oh, well, now it's kind of, now the PS5 is out. I got to play PS5 games. And it was one of those things where it just didn't, didn't click in my head. And I was like, oh, well, now I'll play it eventually. Yeah. And for 20 bucks, I was like, Dustin, should I, 
should I buy this? Like, should I get this now? And he was Fuck like, yeah. I was like, should I just borrow yours? He's like, dude, you're the biggest crash fan. I know you should buy this. I'm yeah. Like, okay. You're right. Yep. So got it. And, uh, loving it. Um, it's been a cool experience too, because my seven year old is really into video games right now, but he's been playing mostly Nintendo 64 as the majority of the games he's played. But he just asked me like, Hey, can I play crash? And I was like, you can play crash, but I don't want you to get frustrated. I think you're going to be, have a hard time with it. He's like, okay, I understand. And I'm like, wow, um, kid's better at this than he is at the, <laughs> at the N64 games. And I think it, awesome. I think that that might be part of like a bigger discussion we can have sometime is about how modern game design is uh, compared to older game design. Because like he's playing, you know, Mario 64. And while that's a great game, there's no doubt about it that it's clunky at points. There's some bad camera controls. There's some hard to control parts. The camera changes on you when you don't want it to. But he, I mean, he's still good at it. He's, you know, he's got like 70 stars and beat the game and everything. Uh, he beat Yoshi's World the other day, which I don't even know if I ever did. And so, like, he's not bad at video games. His his hand eye is pretty good, but he's just like on another level with Crash. There's only one time that he needed me to help him with something, and I wouldn't do it until after he had died a hundred times. I didn't tell him that I had to die a hundred times, but he literally, the counter said 100. Yeah. And I was like, okay, now I'll help you with it. Dude, you seasoned him. You got him to appreciate the old. Yeah. Now he's rocking the new. Well, my intention when he was very, very little, I told my wife that I was going to make him go through the order of consoles in the same order I did, which would have been starting with the NES and going to the Genesis and uh, Super and GameCube and... But I didn't end up doing that, mostly because I was too lazy to pull them out of the boxes <laughs> in the attic and yeah. pick them up. So he started with the N64 because it was convenient, and it's got a great catalog. But no, he's... And, dude, the other thing is, on he's he's not beating me, but he, against the computer, even on like no handicap level, holds his own on... Uh, both Smash 64 and Smash Ultimate. That's the truth, dude. I stopped over one day. Yeah. And and yeah, he was playing and he was he he was doing Master Hand. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So it's cool. It's like that's a cool thing. It's cool to see anybody be good at video games or to to learn about video games. But it, it was really cool to see my kid who I'm like yeah in my head thinking and even I said it out loud like you're not gonna be able to do this because I have a hard time with Crash. Right. And meanwhile he's like sailing through. He doesn't quite. He doesn't have that bug where he needs to collect all the collectibles in the boxes and stuff. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. He could just get through the levels, and when he beats it, he's going to feel so proud. Uh, you remember those feelings right. when you were a kid, like how proud you were that you beat a game by yourself that no one, that someone said you were not going to be able to beat. Mm. So I think that would be cool. Dude, just wait till he's kicking your ass at Fortnite. The only, pro- <laughs> yeah. the only problem is, and I was, I was ragging on him a little bit the other day. He was like, Dad, why why haven't you played video games the last couple of days? And I'm like, well, because you have stolen <laughs> my PlayStation yeah. from me, and which is fine. I've had other things I needed to do. I didn't have time to be playing. But I'm like, I can't play because every time I have a free moment, right. I'm letting you play, yeah. kid. Yeah. So ben, anyway. You have your PS4 Pro mm-hmm. still. Yeah, I'm going to sell it, though. I was going to say, it would be a perfect, you know... Handing of the sword down to the son. The son, this is my. I don't think I can do it. PS4. I can't give him a console because one, if I do, I'm gonna have to give him a TV, and mm. I don't want him to have his own TV. And so, like, he's he's not disciplined enough to be able to sure to handle that. <laughs> I'm not either, for that matter. <laughs> but um, but the other part of it is like, so so if he was playing, he'd be playing on the same television I am. In which case, he might as well just play the PS5. Right. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Philium. 
Yeah, I've been uh, messing around with Game Pass a little bit. Oh, Ooh. that's right. You're a new subscriber. Yeah. So my wife came home the other day, and she caught me playing NHL 94. Oh, I shit. I saw that on there. Um, and she looks at me and goes, you have all these new systems, and this is what you want to play? <laughs> and I'm like, yes, damn Isn't it. Isn't that the funniest thing? I need thing. the nostalgia right now. Isn't that the funniest so, thing about it all? Yeah. yeah. And it just felt good, and it's fun, and it's, uh, you know, just playing with the current roster of the Penguins in this, uh, you know, just it sparked a lot of fun memories. And so I've been playing uh, playing a bit of that, some NHL 94 and nice. some other stuff. I downloaded some other games, but I played so much of that that uh, kind of forgot, sure. <laughs> forgot to play anything hey, else. Hey, that's okay. So, yeah. You got lost in the sauce, man. Yeah, lost in that sauce for sure. So I've been playing that, a little bit of Sackboy, which I think I mentioned a minute Stop ago. Stop talking about it, bro. Um, You're going to make so me great. buy And it. then... Uh, you know, some other stuff that we can't talk about yet, but nice. yeah, that's soon yeah. in the pipeline, in the pipeline, in the pipeline, yeah. in the pipeline. But uh, NHL 94, it's a good time. It's a good, good time. man. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And as I, I mentioned at the top, I don't have anything new. So just slowly trucking through cyberpunk. And that's be, the way I want to do it. You're playing cyberpunk, but you're also playing Sekiro again. You're playing. Did you uh, beat 13 Sentinels? 13 Sentinels. I have. So I actually did put a decent amount of time to 13 Sentinels. Did you over the weekend? Play that. No, no, not yet. You... No, it's kind of. Sl- it's. I'm trying to take in bite-sized pieces because uh-huh. I get burnt out. Even though the story is engaging, it's just. I don't know. It's a lot of game, probably. Yeah. So, yeah the the thing about cyberpunk for me is that when I played Red Dead Redemption Two, I really wanted to know what happened in the story, and I ended up got I got to a point where I just blitzed through a lot of it, and I regretted it. So I was like, you know what? Let's not do that with Cyberpunk. There's no rush. And there's tons of patches and updates coming. Right. So <laughs> yeah, it's something to look forward to. I'm just playing it slowly. And yeah. I really have enjoyed that aspect because when I sit down to play, it really feels engaging. Like, right. Uh, uh, like, you know, not like I'm playing for the first time again, but I'm enjoying the newness of it still. Yeah. It's yeah, so. like using your left hand. Oh, yeah. Yep. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. There it is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey-o. On that note, <laughs> oh. that's it for this show. Oh, man. But uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. As I mentioned at the top, patreon.com slash handsome phantom. And of course, if you want to join in on the conversation for totally free, you can join our Discord at handsomephantom.com slash Discord. That's it. So yeah. thank you, boys, for a fantastic show. Mm-hmm. Always fun. I looked up that Futurama game, too. If you want to try oh. a 59% game on Metacritic, you're going to pay about 120 bucks right now. Wow. On Not eBay bad. For this thing. <laughs> nice. It was like PS2, Xbox era. Seems reasonable. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So it's in demand, though. I wonder yeah. if it's available digitally. Yeah, it might be. Hmm. Can probably Raspberry Pi that thing somewhere. Right. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Free. All right, everybody. Did you just encourage theft? Real yeah. quick? Oh, boy. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Just making sure. Yeah. We got to encourage the theft players. before the end of the show. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. See you next week. The HP Podcast is fan-funded through patreon.com slash handsomephantom. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Adam THM, Edward Walton, Stewie108, Charles Pedersen, Toby Ryland, Matthew Major, Straw Hat Ninja, Shuttlesworth, Michael J. Sutherland, Jared Cavaliero, and Jason Cannon.